Hey everyone, this is Masood Ramandi and I'm happy to be back after a few weeks uh, with another session from our new series God's Master Plan. So far we have covered from Genesis 1 to Genesis 11. We've gone through the story of Adam and Eve. We've gone through the story of Abel and, Abel and Cain and then the story of Noah and then eventually the story of Babylon. And we've seen that how everything actually starts with the story of a seed and grows to become something uh, in a bigger scale. So uh, as God planted everything as a seed in the beginning and caused them to grow, so also he said to man, he said, uh, be fruitful and multiply. Uh, on the evil side, we see that actually the uh, human effort that started with uh, Cain and how he tried to actually make something out of the ground that was cursed and cause that to give something and out of that to bring an offering to the Lord uh, to be recognized uh, that one person became eventually a whole nation a kingdom called Babylon in chapter 11 and in that story uh, what happened was actually they tried to make for themselves a name by becoming a city that's what it actually says Rose talked to you about this uh, in the last session but today I'm going to show you that actually uh, out of that effort uh, and the, the whole nation that was made, God called someone out and he started with him again something in the form of a seed and his purpose was to put an end to everything that man was doing and to build something that he himself wanted to do, which was to actually have a city, a kingdom, this time not of the earth, not of human effort, but of God, and to give them a name, not the name that they make for themselves, but the name of the Father on them that everyone should be called sons of God or a son of God. So let's quickly get into this message. So in uh, Genesis chapter 12, we read the story of Abraham, and which is, by the way, Abraham. And Abraham means an exalted father. Uh, God comes to Abraham in uh, chapter 12 and he says, uh, let me actually read this quickly for you. Uh, Genesis chapter uh, 12. It says, Now the Lord had said to Abraham, Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. Okay, so here when it says, Get out of your country, from your family, when you look at the word family, it literally means... Uh, from your birth or you can say from your birthplace the same word is translated as native land in the previous chapter okay so the same word that is as family is native land in chapter 11 verse 28 and why this is important because this shows us where Abraham came from okay so God says get out of your family or from your birthplace and chapter 11 says where his birthplace was look at verse uh, 27. Uh, this is the genealogy of Terah. Terah begot Abram, uh, Nahor, and Haran. Haran begot Lot. Uh, and Haran died before his father Terah in his native land, in Ur of Chaldeans. So the native land, the birthplace of Abram was, uh, he says, the Ur of Chaldeans or uh, if you do a study, you'll see that this is the land of Babylon. So God comes to Abraham in the land of Babylon and he says, get out of this land. Okay, so that's 
the first thing that I want you to see, uh, so I'm going to put this actually on the board, that uh, there was a land called Babylon. And then uh, God says, I'm going to take you to another land. Okay, so uh, let me show you actually what the other land is. Look at uh, chapter 12, verse 5. It says, Then Abraham took Sarah his wife and Lot his brother's son and all their possessions and they, uh, that they had gathered and the people whom they had acquired in Haran and they departed to go to the land of Canaan. So they came to the land of Canaan. So this is the land of Canaan. Okay, I talked to you about this when Noah actually uh, had a son whose son was called also Canaan and he called, he cursed Canaan and I said, God said, uh, I will take you there into the land of Canaan and he said that would be actually your promised land because the land that was cursed, God wanted to reverse the curse and bless this land. So God comes and he says, Abraham, I want you to come out of this land of Babylon and I want to take you here. And he said what he is going to do. He said the same thing that Babylonians tried to achieve. Uh, and I confused their tongue. And I brought an end to their efforts. I give you by promise. Okay. And he said what that is. He said I will give you a name. And make, make your name great. And uh, actually um, uh, make you a great nation and all. Uh, nations shall be blessed through you. So here we have actually a name and a nation. Okay, so as I said, Abraham's name uh, was uh, first Abraham, and then God comes and he says, uh, I change your name to Abraham, and the change is this that from the meaning uh, an exalted father to the father of many nations someone that was esteemed high, God comes and actually takes him uh, and makes him the father of many nations. Because of what re one reason? Because there is something about uh, the seed that we are going to uh, see. So when God comes and he says, okay, um, I will make you a great nation. Uh, what do you expect the first thing in the natural? To have many children. Because how can you have a nation without having children? Yet it says Abraham was without a child and while Abraham is without a child God comes and in chapter 13 verse um, 15 he tells him uh, sorry verse 16 he says and I will make your uh, descendants which is the word seed as the dust of the earth okay so he says Abraham now let me tell you something this nation thing let me just uh, I'm going to actually put three here. So I'm going to make your seed as the dust of the earth. Okay, what does that mean? What is the first mention? Where is the first mention of the word dust in, uh, in the Bible? It's Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. It says, God formed man out of the dust, dust of the ground. So when God comes and he says, Abraham, uh, this promise that I'm giving you is actually for all 
the dust of the earth. Simply, man. All men. Okay? Doesn't matter what kind of man. Every uh, one. Okay? So God comes and he says, there was a nation that was entirely Babylon. I take you out one person and I will make you a great nation. And this just as you came out of Babylon and they were all dust and you are dust, I'm going to actually take you something different and through you make them also to have a change, a transformation. So anyways, after this, Abraham still is, a, is childless. There is a promise to have a great nation, to have a great name, but that's not happening. Chapter 15, we read, After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision saying, do not be afraid, Abraham, I am your shield and your exceedingly great reward. But Abraham said, Lord God, what will you give me, seeing I go childless, and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus? Then Abraham said, uh, look, you have given me no offspring. The word offspring is seed. He says, hey, you've been talking to me about seed over and over and over. You said you make me a great nation and all of that. Hmm, where is it? Like, I'm not experiencing that. You have given me no seed. Indeed, one born in my house is my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him saying, This one shall not be your heir, but one who will come from your own body shall be your heir. Then he brought him outside and said, Look now toward heaven and count the stars. If you are able to number them, and he said to him, so shall your seed be. So shall your seed be. Like what? This time, as the stars of heaven. Not any more dust of the earth. Okay? So, right after that is the famous verse, which is quoted several times in the New Testament. Verse 6, and he believed in the Lord, and he accounted to him for righteousness okay so he says and who is a righteous person uh, Galatians and Romans actually have so many verses on this subject but it says it's where your identity is revealed by God he tells you who you are and you believe it and that is actually righteousness so he says this is the place of um, where actually you, you begin to see things according to the promises of God. You believe that. You don't try to make a name for yourself. You realize eventually in the book of Revelation we see this, that the name of the Father is on you. So you don't have to make yourself something. He said, I will bless you. He said, I have created you. He said, I have redeemed you. So if you believe that, just like Abraham, this is a place that you are righteous okay so right after that this same abraham who believed entertains doubt why because chapter 16 uh, verse 3 uh, says at the end of verse 3 says abraham had dwelt 10 years in the land of canaan so he says uh, he was here and god brought him here and he gave him a promise and 10 years passed and nothing had happened yet so Abraham entertains some doubt okay like anybody else and he says okay it's not happening what do we do and he gets some help from his wife like Adam got help from Eve 
and look at what happens chapter 16 verse 1 now Sarai Abraham's wife had borne him no children and she had an Egyptian uh, maidservant whose name was Hagar so Sarai said to Abraham see now the Lord has restrained me from bearing children uh, please go into my maid perhaps I shall obtain children by her and Abraham heeded the voice of Sarai then Sarai's Abraham's wife took Hagar her maid uh, the Egyptian and gave her to her husband Abraham to be his wife and after Abraham had after Abraham had dwelled uh, 10 years in the land of Canaan okay so he says uh, there something happened the second wife came in and out of her another one was born but not according to what God had promised and Abraham had believed this time something else was born so God had talked to Abraham only about the stars of heaven okay but after this because we see that actually um, something uh, happened through Hagar another seed came in and in chapter 22 it's called the sand of the sea let's look at here chapter 22 verse 17 blessing I will bless you and multiplying I will multiply uh, your descendant which is seed as the stars of heaven and as the sand of the sea so he says I promised you uh, to actually have a um, uh, a seed as the stars of heaven but because you went to Hagar you brought another seed out of your own efforts and that's called the sand of the sea okay sand of the sea so this is where human effort comes in this is where unrighteousness comes in this is where relying on your own works comes in and I mean I talked to you about this I think it was the second session of God's master plan but anyways uh, now I want you to see something about this that uh, later in the New Testament actually all these things find a meaning and uh, they go beyond symbolism they become actually realities in the form of righteousness promise faith children of flesh children of the spirit and we're going to get into that but before that I'm going to show you uh, that actually this story uh, uh, didn't end here okay uh, after they uh, basically Abraham out of he came out of Babylon he came into this land Canaan eventually uh, he he had uh, children born to him Isaac and um, uh, basically uh, Ishmael and Isaac was the child of the promise he was the star of heaven and out of him the 12 uh, tribes the 12 sons uh, of Israel were born uh, actually from his son from Jacob the 12 sons were born and they formed a nation and that nation quickly we know the story of Joseph how they actually tried to murder him and uh, he was sold to Egyptians and he went to Egypt and he became uh, actually the second ruler in the entire nation and then at the time of famine the whole nation of Israel went there because they were looking for uh, wheat for bread and we know the story eventually Joseph was known to his 
family and all of that. But point being, the whole nation left the land of the promise and they entered somewhere called Egypt. Okay, so uh, they were in that place for 400 years. And God had said actually in chapter, uh, let me show you chapter 14, I believe. Uh, chapter 15, after uh, Abraham believed, God says what's, what was going to happen. Look at um, chapter 15, verse 13. It says, Then he said to Abraham, uh, Know certainly that your seed will be strangers in a land that is not theirs, Egypt, and will serve them, Egyptians, and they will afflict them for 400 years. So this is like way before even Isaac is born. God is talking about what was going to happen. Uh, and also the nations whom they serve, I will judge, which is the nation of Egypt. Afterward, they shall come out with great possessions. Uh, so he says they come out. Now, as for you, you shall go. Okay, uh, let's go to, okay, let's stop here. So what happens? Uh, Moses was born and Moses was actually called by God and Moses goes and brings the whole nation of Egypt out, uh, nation of Israel out of Egypt and he brings them to, uh, he calls them to return, but they first come to a place called wilderness and then they return here. Okay, so uh, something happens in that story. The reason I'm saying because I'm following the story of the seeds. These are, uh, this is the story of the seeds. Okay, so uh, in uh, Deuteronomy chapter 1, uh, Moses and the nation of Israel have been in wilderness for approximately 40 years because they didn't obey the voice of the Lord. They didn't uh, go to possess the land that God had said to them. Uh, so they've been in wilderness for about 40 years. And Moses is recounted, recounting the story. And he says in uh, Deuteronomy chapter, I believe, 1, something about uh, the seed. Look at chapter 1 and verse uh, see, uh, verse 8, it says, okay, verse 10 actually, uh, the Lord your God has multiplied you and here you are today as the stars of heaven in multitude. So Moses says the promise that uh, God gave to Abraham as there's stars of heaven, you nation of Israel, you are that stars of heaven. And any time after that, you see the story of uh, the sand of the sea now, it's any time that the enemies of na nation of Israel are mentioned. So the sands of the sea always are the enemies of uh, actually uh, this uh, nation of God, the stars of heaven. So uh, for example, actually you can see this in, uh, I think Joshua, uh, look at Joshua chapter 11, Verse 4, it says, So they went out, they and all their armies with them, as many people as the sand that is on the seashore 
in multitude so he says these are the enemies that are going to fight with the nation of israel and he says they were as the sands of the sea there are few other places you can see this in first samuel you can see this in uh, judges that also talks about the sand of the sea as being the enemies of god now something happens so what i was trying to say uh, they became the stars so this is uh, continuing and god says your seed will be like the stars but then eventually they will be like the sand uh, and they go out uh, to possess the land of israel the land of canaan and they do and david destroys all the enemies so in this land all the enemies are destroyed and he dies his son solomon comes in and he actually builds the temple uh, and that's where every promise of God was fulfilled. Okay, now, uh, because uh, I don't want the lessons to actually be lengthy, uh, so you have some time to actually digest all of these things, to even have a conversation around this. Uh, I'm going to say some of the things, but I won't actually take you through the Bible. Uh, but you can actually do a search and find them. Hopefully, actually, I would be able to give you uh, the uh, reference and you can uh, read this for yourself. So, um, And this is it. When God, uh, in chapter 15, he talked to Abraham and he believed and he said, okay, this land I'm giving you to your seed. He said what the boundaries of their land, their inheritance was going to be. And he said it's between the great river Euphrates to uh, the river of Egypt. Guess what? This is where the river Euphrates is, is in Babylon. And this is Egypt, okay? So he said, this is going to be where these two rivers actually determine the boundary. So the river uh, Euphrates and the river Egypt. Okay, so river Euphrates and river Egypt. And when you read the story of Solomon, this promise, it is mentioned to be fulfilled, which means he ruled over all the land. It says from the great river Euphrates to river Egypt. Okay, so Solomon was the time that the promise of God given to Abraham was fully fulfilled. Okay, so he said, I will make you a great nation. This is naturally, physically, this is, there's a greater, which is actually the only point that we should take from the story. But first, I'm going to show you the natural fulfillment of the promise of God through the nation of Israel. And he says, uh, God said, I will make you like the stars of heaven. Your seed will be like the great uh, stars of heaven. I will make you a great nation. Your name will be great. Kings shall come from your loin. All of them were happening. He said, even the land, uh, this land I will give you from this river to that river. And at the time of Solomon, every one of them, you can read them, you can study them in uh, First Kings. Everyone was fulfilled. And that's the time that 
the corruption starts uh, growing or actually uh, corruption in a new level starts and let me show you in that time what does God say about uh, these people so look at chapter first king chapter 4 This is the time of Solomon. Verse 20 says, Judah and Israel were as numerous as the sands of the sea in multitude, eating and drinking and rejoicing. So he says, no longer stars of heaven. They themselves had become the sands of the sea. Now, look at the beauty of this. Look at uh, Romans chapter, I believe it's in chapter uh, 9. Yeah, look at chapter 9. It says, uh, verse 27, Isaiah also cries out concerning Israel, saying, Though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, the remnant will be saved. Verse 29, And Isaiah, uh, as Isaiah said before, unless the Lord of Sabaoth had left us a seed we should have become like Sodom and we should have become be made like Gomorrah okay so he says that um, when the number of the children of Israel becomes as the sand of the sea there would be a remnant and that remnant would be and that remnant is the seed that unless the Lord had left us this seed, we should have all become like Sodom and Gomorrah. We should have all become fleshly. Okay? And guess what that seed is? It must be a star because God promised to Abraham, He said, Look at the heavens. This is the one that will actually uh, be the heir. This one would be the one that would actually uh, receive the inheritance. This is the one that will come from your loin now let's look at uh this that in uh let's want to take you to matthew directly but uh, i'm tempted to take you to numbers to another prophecy first and then see the fulfillment of this let's look at numbers chapter 24 this is uh balaam uh he's prophesying uh in verse 15 after being corrected by god Finally, he says, so he took up his oracle and said, the utterance of Balaam, the son of Beor, and the utterance of the man whose eyes are opened, the utterance of him who hears the words of God and has the knowledge of the Most High, who sees the visions of the Almighty, who falls down with eyes wide open. I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come out out of Jacob a star shall come out of Jacob let's go to Matthew chapter 2 verse 1 now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king behold wise men men from the east came to Jerusalem saying where is he who has been born king of the Jews for we have seen his star in the east Jesus was the star that was left as the remnant so that through him now 
all the nations are being blessed okay so what was the stars the children that are born the children of promise and what was the sand of the sea children of flesh you can call this actually spirit so children according to spirit and children according to the flesh so we come to Galatians uh, let's quickly look at Galatians chapter 3 to see now the beauty of this story uh, chapter 3 verse uh, 16 it says now to Abraham and his seed where the promises were made he does not say and to seeds as of many but as of one and to your seed this is the quote uh, from Genesis who is Christ okay now look at verse 29 and if you are Christ's then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise meaning the stars of heaven okay this refers to those the seed which is Christ Okay, so it says being part of the body of Christ, being one with Christ, being united with Christ is the story of the stars of heaven. And the rest are the sands of the sea. Now, this is important. No one was a star of heaven. That means no one was the seed. Okay, that means it's not to say, okay, these are the sands of the sea and that's it and uh, there will remain uh, the sand of the sea. No, uh, it's going to be, actually even there is a promise. Let me quickly say this and end with this. And we're gonna pick up uh, where we left off in the next lesson. Let's look at uh, maybe uh, Hosea would be a good place. Yeah, uh, same thing, Hosea. Um, verse 10. Yet the number of the children of Israel shall be as the sand of the sea, which cannot be measured or numbered. And it shall come to pass in the place where it was said to them, you are not my people. There it shall be said to them, you are the sons of the living God. Okay, because it is the same sands of the sea are going to be called the stars of heaven. But there is going to be a change. And he says, that's Romans says, actually, that's when uh, we come to actually be persuaded like Abraham was persuaded because God said look at there look at the seed the stars Can you believe that's who you are? Can you believe that's the promise I have given you and he says once you believe that this is the change that you're left off your eyes are left off from the earth and put into uh, The heavens where Christ is that's where who that that's where you are seated. So uh, just to wrap up this session uh, is to say when God came to Abraham he said he promised to him that there would be, uh, first of all, all the men, all uh, children of men, all born of flesh and blood, uh, called the dust of the earth to be blessed. And he said, uh, I'm going to actually bring the uh, uh, stars to bless the sands. So two seeds uh, also represented by the two covenants, 
The first covenant eventually is the sands of the sea, the children born according to the first covenant. And the uh, new covenant is the children according to the promise, which is uh, basically the stars of heaven. And this story started with one uh, star, uh, which is Jesus the Christ, the firstborn, and through him all the rest shall be blessed. I hope uh, this was clear. Uh, this was about the story of the seeds, but we're going to pick up on this star, the, the story of this seed, this star, that, okay, what is the promise that was made to this seed? And we're going to pick up from this. Until then, uh, peace, grace, and love from the Father. And may you have an amazing time and great conversations uh, with the presence of the Lord himself.